funky to this cut, so scream and throw your hands up. What's up, guys? It's Captain Cook. Welcome back to Spicy Memories, the podcast where we talk about food and life and stuff. This is episode number 23, and I am joined with a very special guest today, somebody I have known for about a, a decade now, which is kind of scary that we're both getting that old. Um, but um, yeah, I, uh, Felix from Happy Bowl Pizza. What's going on, man? How you doing? Chris, thank you for having me. It's been <laughs> been a wild ride these last couple long, years yeah it's been a long time i think unless i've i've officially fried the remaining brain cells left in my body i in my brain see i i believe that we met in a recording studio with my band back in 2011 and it was a show called the fucking internet show and yeah, you, yeah, you, you yeah. were you were what you were the sound engineer right you actually like recorded us so that was a room that um i rented out right i tried to rent out for a few 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 years and um yeah um i had a client jerry and laura and they had this show called the fucking internet show and that's how we met and um from there you know i had a career in audio for about 10 years yeah and um i got to work with a lot of cool bands and stuff and uh a lot of live concerts a lot of live music videos so it's like uh do you, yeah, miss, that? Whole... Do you miss that ever like sometimes you know sometimes but you know i enjoy going to the concert more these days you know just kind of being able and to like, enjoy uh, it but you know you know with like what's going on right now with um with uh pizza wars it's kind of like coming back around you know and you know getting back into the production saddle and doing stuff like that right so i mean um, do you i mean i'm i'm kind of like that but do you prefer like the production side of things instead of being like front and center um totally i think yeah. i think behind the scenes is very cool and making sure everything works and, you know, pulling the strings and making shit happen. Like, I, I've always been some, a person who likes to make shit happen. You know, I never like to be in the front, but I like to make shit happen. Well, that is the, that know? is literally the definition of a producer. <laughs> like <laughs> whether you're on a food show or a film or a TV show, whatever producers on hands, producers, at least usually their job title is to just make sure that shit keeps happening. Like that's, that's pretty much For real. a producer. Which is kind of yeah. cool in a way. I mean, that's why, like, there's no, you could look up, you could get a job description as a quote unquote producer, but that's not really what you're going to be doing. Like, you're basically there to make sure that everything keeps turning at the speed that it needs to be turning and that everything happens, which is, I don't know, I always found that to be one of the coolest jobs, whether it was, because I went to film school. So, like, you know, even like learning about all these positions and shit, producer was always the one that like appealed to me the most, I think. So, right. So, totally. So you've, but you've transitioned out of audio now. And uh, as you mentioned, you are you are in the pizza world in a big yeah totally. Way. So, so like I like I fell in love making pizza at home, and just uh, watching the pizza show with Frank Pinello on Vice and oh, Munchies. Yeah, Frank is fucking. First of all, Munchies had amazing pizza content, and they still do. But Frank is fucking awesome. He's. I mean, the pizza show was just a great show, man. It was very inspiring, and just Frank showing off all these all these different places and all these different people and like and then 
like down the road being a part of the community meeting all these people that i saw on the show and actually like being friends with them and shit it's just like it's a dream come true i know then, like, i mean that's that is the dream though when you dive into a world that you like love and then you're actually able to like embed yourself in the world and like be with all these people and shit that's like what it's all about i mean like having a great job is great but if you're doing something in the field that you really love i mean that's like what everybody wants man that's it's amazing it's a lot of fun man um it's a lot of work you know i quit my job as an audio engineer i was working at bloomberg television for about three years four oh, going wow. on four years and you know i was pretty much set for life with a gig you know i could have been a lifer at bloomberg tv and you know kept getting a good raise and 401k and you know basically the best insurance you could probably get and you know free snacks and free drinks but I had like an overnight gig, so that's kind of where it got tough. But man, that's got to that's got to be straining over like a long amount. Of yeah, time. and I I did that. I did. I was doing overnight for at least two three years. How do you and, how do you um, adjust the? I've never understood. Like, how do you adjust the rest of your day and like your schedule to adapt? I mean, I made, you make I made it. I made it work because you know it's just it was my first gig in in television, and uh, the pay was pretty decent. And you know, and, and it's like all right, I'm 24 years old and I'm working at this freaking major TV station and I'm, you know, I'm doing audio and like doing, you know, what I know. And I was just, I don't know. It's just, uh, I mean, yeah, for that age, it's like, that's, that's definitely, I mean, I could easily see how somebody could just settle into that and be like, yeah, I'm good. Like, <laughs> just, just like, yeah, I got, I kind of, you know, it's a, it's a great gig and I kind of got trapped into it because of that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, but that happens. I mean, because it's not so much you get trapped also because of the comf- not the comfortability, but the stability too, and like not having to worry about you know the next paycheck, not having to worry about hustling and stuff. But but you, know, you I, but you uh, like what you know? I was sitting there and like so like I was watching the like the pizza show, and then I'm going to work. I'm at Bloomberg and like I'm seeing all these entrepreneurs and CEOs and stuff tell their story and like being broke to rich and, you know, just finding something that they love to do and making it work, you know, just doing everything they can. And I'm just like, I, you know, that's where I kind of got inspired to just like want to be my own business owner as well. So, um, I don't know if you know, but like it kind of all started with making t-shirts for dogs with pizzas on it. <laughs> yeah, pizzas and then tacos. I actually, I have a, uh, I have one of your you shirts. Taco shirt, taco. Right? Yeah, I got a taco shirt, which is fucking awesome. Was it, it was a uh, Dwight's Animal Apparel, right? Yeah, it started off as Dwight's Animal Apparel. And it's, I still have the t-shirt company. It's not, you know, I don't concentrate on it a lot, but it's called Dwight's Pizza Shirts. You know, we still sell shirts. The white website is up, nail the shirts out. Um, um, by the way, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put all of Felix's links and everything <laughs> I post for you guys so you can go check out these fucking shirts and his shows and everything. So, thanks, dude. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So I make these pizza shirts and you know, um, and then uh, yeah, it's just like I kind of just went full into pizza because like I was making pizza at home. I had my dog. I was going to the dog store. Couldn't see anything I could relate to, and I was just like, oh man, it would be so easy to just fucking make these pizzas pizza shirts you know for the dogs <laughs> so i bought like a whole bunch of pizza shirts uh pizza uh excuse me dog shirts you know from the from the internet and i bought all different sizes and my my really good friends a screen printer and we started putting these pizzas on shirts 
They look and, really cool uh, too. Like the graphic itself is like awesome. Thank you. Like the actual a, buddy, a buddy of mine helped me put that together. And you know, I'm not really an artist. I'm always like, I'm like a napkin sketch guy. Right. Yeah. But like going, going back to the thing, producer thing, it's like I'm always, I always want to make shit happen. So yeah, that's you, you want to yeah, you want to so turn, turn all the wheels to make sure everything comes out. You know. Exactly. Which was a good, all right. So that's a good intro into my first question before we talk about uh, the evolution and into happy bull. Um, what was the first, if you remember, what was the first like pizza that you made like from scratch with the dough that you were just like, yeah, I'd need to fucking start concentrating more on this. Like everyone's made a lot of pizza their whole lives. I mean, at least people like, you. Right. but like, what was the first one, you know, that you were, if you remember that where you had made you like maybe your first dough and then you put it maybe in one of those ovens that you got and you were just like, all right, I need to start doing this more. Well, I start, I, I used to have an Instagram called toaster oven pizza and it's an ad defunct Instagram because it's just too much shit to just look at. And I don't try to try not to look at the phone all the fucking time, but um, I was posting pizzas that I was making at home in the toaster oven. And I was getting some crazy results. Just cooking at 450 in the, you know, in a 12 by 12 toaster oven, and uh, I was just like, "Damn, I want to kind of take this more seriously." So, um, kind of like what happened with the audio thing. It's like I had a ment, like I reached out to a few people in the pizza industry, and like I wanted to actually be hands on with it and learn from people. So, um, my buddy Anthony Falco. Uh, he was doing events at this place called the Knockdown Center. And uh, I asked him if he needed any help. And he, he was like, hey, man, come by. And I offered to work for free, but they started paying me and stuff, like, right off the bat. So they were like, no, we're going to pay you. You know, we won't, you know you're going to learn. And I learned a lot from him and his friends. So it was a very, very cool opportunity. And um, I remember we made it, like, a 1,000 pizzas one day, in one day. And that's when Jeez. I was just like, oh, shit. How the fuck do you even make a thousand pizzas in one day? Well, it was a long day. It was like a, it was like a, one of those festivals, like an all day festival from like two o'clock to like twelve o'clock at night. Jesus Christ! Um, that's when I was, that's when I was like, "Damn, dude, this is fucked up." <laughs> so that's when, that's when, when I was just like, and it wasn't to be honest, dude. It wasn't even fun, but I was at the same time I was just like, "Wow, like this is what it is to like really to be in that." Make, to make pizza, to make a lot of fucking pizza, you know, and good pizza. I mean, that, I've had moments like that. Like the first time that I worked, like I'd say seven or eight hours standing in a kitchen, basically as like a help. I was helping like as a prep cook and like a line cook for this chef that I know. She has a like a uh, meal prep business. The first time that I did a long shift like that, starting at like three and going until, you know, 11 or whatever. I came home and you know, you're fucking tired. You're sweaty. Your legs hurt. Like you don't feel amazing. Like, it's not like, it's not like you leave a, a, a situation like that. And you're just like, woo. Like, I feel like running a 5k. This is great. You know, no, it's, but it's a lot of work, dude. Yeah, it's a lot that. of fucking work. But when you step back and realize like, yeah, it was a lot of work, but I don't fucking regret it. That was fucking awesome. And when yeah, you get, when you, when you have that moment, I mean, that's why that's what I'm struggling with now is like, I spend all this time in like a kitchen now and I'm, you know, working, and hanging out with these, you know, two great chefs around here and I'm learning a lot. And you start to like kind of what you were doing with the audio. I'm I'm getting to a point where it's like it's hard to to just sit at a day job now. It's like cuz you just think about that. Like I, I find myself sitting at my desk and just like hopefully nobody at work would listen to this, but I find myself just like sitting at my desk and like just thinking about food and like recipes and like 
what would be good and like a next kind of like sauce or something I can make. And it's like, it's starting to like, when it starts to take over and get in the way, that's kind of a sign that maybe you should, you know, dive into it and shit, you know? And that's it. I don't know, but it's, I mean, that's, it's amazing that you were able to get an opportunity like that to start off. So how did that turn into happy bull, which by the way, guys at happy bull pizza on Instagram, all one word, um, check that out. But yeah. So tell me about happy bull, about how it started and you know, you know, I mean, you've been killing it for the past couple of years as I've been seeing with it, but like, what's, tell me about it, how it started and shit. So happy bull pizza pretty much started like in my house, you know, just making pizzas, in my toaster oven and stuff. Right. And then just wanting to take it more seriously. And, you know, um, with the t-shirt business, I'd incorporated it and stuff. And I'd have read a lot of books about, you know, starting your own business and, you know, um, and shit like that. And just really want, like, you know, I really had to like uh, manipulate myself and to like want to quit my job and really <laughs> yeah. take it because it's uh it's because it's a big step to take you know it is and, and, like, and you need to is. push yourself because no one else is going to really do that in fact exactly. most people do the opposite most people are like mm, i don't think you should leave <laughs> like if you exactly. tell me you're going to leave your like day job usually people are like mm, i don't think that's a good idea <laughs> exactly so i remember i remember one day i was talking to my friend nicole we'll talk about in a little bit but um she was like, Felix, you got to invest in yourself. And I was just like, man, you're absolutely right. And I remember the day she said that to me. <coughs> and I was just like, all right, I'm definitely going to do this. Because it was just like, yeah, she's right. You know, it's just, yeah, I got to do me because I really have something going. So. It's amazing that you were able to get a jump on it like that too. I mean, having people around you though, that will encourage that is like key. You know, I mean, that's right. like, I mean, that's what one thing, even through all this, like me starting like hot sauces, like going through all the permitting that I need to with the fucking state, which is a beyond a pain in the ass. Like I can't even describe how much of a pain in the ass that is. But even like through all that, um, you know, I, I, you know, obviously I've been hanging out with people a lot less, especially with the pandemic and stuff. But my wife has really helped me like just push it. And like, she'll get on my ass if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to and shit. I mean, that's like, you know, which is amazing. I mean, it's nice. Like I said, it's nice to have a support system like that where, you know, you have somebody else who realizes like, this is probably what this person should be doing, you know? And not a lot of people have that, which is why a lot of people don't end up doing stuff that you did, you know, like where you, you know, leave a, what would seem like a very stable kind of nine to five, not nine to five in your case, but you know what I mean? Like job and, you know, go after a passion, go after something that you love, go to dive into a world that you like want to be in, you know? Right. Like, which is amazing. And so how does, so tell me about how Happy Bull works like now, like the operating kind of stuff like i mean because you it's it's a mobile pizza business as you described to me right yeah so happy people pizza is a mobile pizza business uh we have a commercial kitchen uh in long island city and that's where we do our prep and then we go out and do events very nice and i'm assuming most of it is just like the dough and like if you need to prep any like ingredients ahead of time or like toppings you do that at the kitchen but then everything is pretty much assembled and cooked like everything's just yeah, everything is assembled and cooked. We build the pizzas on site. We take oh. the orders. You wait. We bring it out to you. That's awesome. Because, I mean, yeah, I've go. seen, I've seen like, pizza trucks and stuff where they have the pizzas pre-made. Not pre Yeah, like, pre-made. And they'll just, like, shove it in the oven, you know, which obviously shaves time and stuff. And I'm sure it's fine for some pizzas. But you, you, but you assemble, like, everything on site usually as people, like, order it, right? Yeah, everything's assembled to order, you know. And uh, I do have any variation of any pizza that's like on the menu, you know? Which, I mean, you can do, I mean, I've seen, I've seen you just on Instagram 
over the past couple of years make a lot of different kinds of pizzas, but Neapolitan style with that kind of crust, right? And that kind of size and shape, or at least in that realm, seems to be right. kind of like your forte. I mean, not, and by that, I mean, like, you're not, you're not doing like a lot of flatbreads. You're not doing like the thin, 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 like, you know, Johnny's in Mount Vernon or like, you know, New York City super thin crust or anything like that. It seems because you've got like, you get like good yeah. char on your crust. Like you got like a nice fucking bubble around the crust, like a nice rise. Like it's like, Thanks. it looks good. It definitely, it definitely leans more towards like a Johnny's New Haven type of style. Johnny's New Haven. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Like in that in that sort of realm because, um, yeah, the crust might look a little Neapolitan, but like the flavor and the textures, uh, I think they lean more towards like New Haven and, you know, which a lot of don't people know. don't know about New Haven pizza, but like, like, like you know what, you know what's another thing? I feel like Westchester pizza is like another thing. Like, like <laughs> it <laughs> like, is, like, it is, it is very weird. All right, so we, I grew up. In, <laughs> I, all right, I, it's it's okay. weird. That it's it's strange that you mentioned that because I've talked about that outside of the podcast with a few people that also grew up in Westchester, and it's I don't know. It's sometimes it's very hit or miss in Westchester. Like I'll yeah. like go to a place and you'll just get like a swampy like piece of garbage that clearly like the oven wasn't hot enough and everything just soups in the middle, you know, like you'll, you'll, you'll get some, some lemons, but for the most part in a lot of parts of Westchester, it's hard to get like a really bad slice of pizza. Like it's pretty consistent with that, like New York city kind of slice that is right. like typical New York city slice. I mean, they've kind of brought that up here and that it's not like the, like your style of pizza and like Neapolitan style pizza is not as popular. Like, I mean, like there's not like a Roberta's, in Westchester that like really does like that, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like mm -hmm. that, that, right. you know, that's safe for like those like artisan restaurants and like places that charge a lot more and it's like on the menu, but it's not like the main thing that people order, you know? And, right. but I don't know. I mean, the thing is like the, the taste and like the texture and like stuff that you post, that seems a little more appealing to me. Cause like a good slice is a good slice, obviously. Right. But when you eat something, you're just like, damn, like, fuck, like this is like, and, and, like from the tip of the slice all the way to the crust is just a fucking treat. Like that's oh, what, yeah. that's what everyone looks for, you know? And sure. I mean, and it seems like, I don't know. It seems like even when you were doing toaster oven pizza, which I do remember, um, you still were like killing it though. I mean, the way they would come out was fucking insane. I mean, it was like, I've, I've cranked my oven up to 500 and they haven't come out looking like the pizzas that you would post, you know? And so I don't know. So how about, how about this? Do you have any tips for people who have a toaster oven who want to just crank out a toaster oven pizza? Like a small, like small tips just to like, here's how you get a good bang out toaster. Well, oven. if you, if you're using a pizza stone in a small toaster oven, you just got to preheat the oven for a long time. Which a lot pizza. of people don't do, which, you know. Yeah. You know, a lot of people put the pizza on the stone and put, put that in the oven. That's not how it works. You got to preheat no. the. You got to get the stone. Preheat. Exactly. And um, you definitely, you know, you got to let it sit in there and then hopefully if you have a heat gun, that helps. But sure. you definitely got to let it. Just crank up. If not, I highly recommend doing a pan pizza. Pan pizzas are great too. I mean, I, pizza, I was making cast you know, iron pizza for the longest time. Yeah, you can make dank cast iron, and uh, like you can buy like a like I have a bunch of seven by eleven brownie trays. Oh, nice! That I'll bring to gigs with me, and I'll mix Sicilians and grandma sometimes. Yo, I and, fucking uh, love grandma pies. Like, like grandma pies. Really? Oh. So I I worked at a king. Worked King Umberto part time for a little bit with my friend Giovanni, and his brother Chiro, and his dad, uh, his dad Papa Chiro, and man, I learned like, I don't, 
I didn't I never I didn't really go there to like learn how to make pizza. I really wanted to go and see what the business was like and see what customer service is like and how customer customer management is like when you got a hundred fucking customers and in the pizzeria side alone, you know? Yeah. And you know. But that's like a whole other part of the business that I think people forget. Like you can make great pizza, that's fine. But like there's yeah. the, there make, is make, the whole, you know. Yeah. Like the I think customer service is just like 90% of the gig because and just like being friendly to the, to everybody and just being genuine to your customers and just saying, thank you for buying a pizza. I think that goes a long way, you know? Yeah. People appreciate it. And it's like, look, you can make, you can crank out a pizza. You know, pizza goes in the oven for a matter of minutes. Usually it's not about that. It's about, you know, giving somebody a pizza and having them want to, you know, come back. I mean, that's like, you know, that's, that's really the battle of all this. It's not so much about making great pizza. It's yeah, it is like you're making a good product, but you know, you really need to make it so that the person eats your pizza and they're like, yeah, but that was just a great experience. I want to come back. Like I've I've had a lot of great food at places where I hated the experience. (laughs) Like it sucks because like I've even like restaurants, like there was a couple of restaurants even around here that I was really excited to go to. And I went and the food was fucking great. And I just, the experience was a fucking nightmare, especially when it came to like customer service type stuff. You know, there was this one, one in particular and like, you know, my, my, it's closed now, but I won't say the name because you know, whatever, I think I still know them, but my wife and I went out, we were like going on a date. It was like this whole buildup thing. And the food they gave us was fucking great. We even had this like flatbread pizza with like shaved truffles on it and shit. It was like a great, great food, but the experience was so bad that the food like wasn't good enough for us to ignore that and go back. Like, you know, so I think, I think it's important that you, you mentioned that, that like customer service is like 90% of the gig. Cause I think that's really, that's true. You know, and people right. forget that. but I don't know. And, I uh, mean, I don't know. I, um, good customer service, but also just being straight up a good customer. I think is a good thing. Um, yeah. And if they don't like, you know, I never, I haven't really had a complaint. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So have you ever, or how do you deal with like somebody who's being a little uh, snooty or somebody who's like uh, not um, really, you know, staying level-headed with the situation? Yeah, man. The only one time somebody was like, yo, what's up with the price, bro? And I'm just like, man, what kind of pizza do you usually eat? He's like, you know, I usually eat pizza out of Domino's. And he was with him and his friends. And, you know, they came from a, you know, they came from Queens out to the brewery and, you know, you know, cause a lot of, you know, people go out and check out different breweries on Long Island yeah. everywhere. And, um, I don't think they just ever had like artisan pizza or just like good different like pizza, you know? Well, like if you and, just eat Domino's or like two bros, you know, yeah. you can't go to like a good pizza shop and be like, why is it so much money? Like, <laughs> it's just like, but man, I ended up making them three pizzas because they were like, damn. But they were all like, they were like, damn, you know, like, I don't think I can go back to that other shit I was eating. That's, yeah, I mean, was that's, that's what you want though, right? I mean, you want to yeah, flip exactly. people. You want to flip people. And so spending all I this think, time and like, God. I think I flip people like 90% of the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, cause I mean, I, yeah, but I believe that. Cause if like the experience, <laughs> I know I, I believe that. Cause if the experience is good enough and the pizza is good enough, like if I had that kind of experience where I only, I mean, this isn't true. Cause I've, I've been eating pizza my whole life and you know, my family's Italian. So we've been making pizza since I was a fucking kid. But if I ever went into, if I was one of those people that like only had, you know, Domino's, like to me, that was like pizza, like a lot of places in like the South and places, that's what they consider like pizza. And so and then if I had 
something like a product like you make, you know, I could absolutely see myself saying, holy shit. Like, <laughs> like, I've, like I've never had something like this before. Just, we just try to make good pizza. You know, we just try to let the, you know, the dough sit for a few days. We just try to use good tomatoes, cheat good cheese. That's, you know, it's really not that hard. You know, <laughs> it's about well, it's it is. You're just you. May, I mean, you you make it seem easier, but you're right. It is about like good ingredients and also knowing what the fuck but, to do with them as well. And it's just like you know, it gets to the you know, it gets to the point where it's just like, what are you actually doing this for? You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, but, I mean, at the end of the day, even as busy as you get or anything like that, you do love pizza and making pizza and making pizza for people. You know? I mean, that's yes. like, you know, that has to be part of it. If you're doing this you know, just to, like if somebody was doing this just to make money and didn't really love making pizza, like it's, it's not going to last, you know? Absolutely not. But you know, like, and so you're, I mean, you're based in Queens, right? Like you said, Long Island city. Yeah. I'm in, I live in Flushing, but the kitchen's in Long Island city. And we go to, we go to all five boroughs in Westchester and Long Island. So you've, all right. So you live in Flushing. So have you been to, because I know about this pizzeria that's been recommended by everybody's favorite rapper, Action Bronson. Have you been to Danny's with an eye? Yeah, of course. Danny's is in Forest, it's in Kew Gardens, Forest Hills area. How is, and how is that to you? It's on, like, you know, on some days it hits, some days it's all right. Some yeah. days it's not good. That's why I couldn't tell, because he had brought that place up more than once in one of those like munchy uh, segments. And I was curious if it was like, is that place really non-stop that fucking good or is it like his local place that he just isn't you know like in love with like they got they got the sweet sauce uh, all right like the sweeter (laughs) like which really like they're known for like the sweetest sauce on earth (laughs) so i want to and i'm I'm, in a a little bit i want to ask you about your sauce process but speaking of all right places in new york city and stuff so like you live in you know one of the boroughs and stuff and you travel to all the boroughs and stuff like new york city like pizza culture right like it's very, how do I say this? It's very unique because it's very like prominent and very strong. Like if anyone, like if you ask anybody in the country, what's the first food you think of when you think of New York City, right? It's always pizza, like anywhere, say. like always pizza. And like so, or hot dog. Or, yeah, or, or a fucking dirty water hot dog, uh, <laughs> which I love. I fucking, every time I get out of Grand Central, I just grab one. Um, but do you think that, at this point, there's any chance of pizza taking over a city in the way that it kind of has with New York? Like, like I mean, there are there are other places in the country, obviously, that make amazing pizza, and everyone's got their own version of it. And you want to know my honest opinion about pizzerias? Yeah, please. That's why you're here. <laughs> I think owning a pizzeria in New York City is the most oversaturating thing you could add to New York City at the moment. I I could not argue with that yeah i could see i could see how that's true i mean you know so that's why i like to do what i do which is mobile pizza because i'm in a different place every day yeah meeting different people of all different you know places right and i think also with what just happened in the past year and a half that works out to your benefit too i mean i feel like it maybe helps a little bit more when you don't have just one solid brick and mortar that you only have to worry about you know people coming to that one location you know you know i'm not paying i'm paying rent for my kitchen you know and that's it. Yeah, not not, not <laughs> New York City rent prices for a brick and mortar, which I are, are in just fucking insane. Like, and I mean that's that's what would scare me about owning a not just a pizza place but any food establishment is that don't get me don't get me wrong. What we do is a lot of work, you know, setting up. 
everywhere we go, but usually like we either try to take over kitchens where we could just put the ovens in and just put our ingredients in the in the prep rail or in the refrigerator and just like have our you know a few things or we set up for a few days somewhere you know i try not to set it up where it's like all right we're going to set up the whole thing right break it down set up again in the morning it's pretty i just try not to make that the situation no and i mean it's not in a, in a lot of ways, what you do is probably a little bit harder than somebody who's just got to go into one location like a brick and mortar. It's not so much about convenience or being easy. I think you're just giving yourself and other people a different experience, which... Exactly. I'm, I'm just trying to make the fucking best pizza you'd never have from a pizzeria. That's it. You know? You know that, that should always be the fucking goal, too. Like, I mean, I... Mean, yeah, I, 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 you know. I just, like, I don't know. I've been doing this before the pandemic, too. Once the pandemic hit, a lot of people kind of got the business model idea that you had kind of been doing already. Like, did that change anything for you? Did it make like kitchen space more expensive or less available or like availability of stuff? Like all of a sudden were there more, you know, pop-up people and like, you know, mobile businesses that you had to like kind of compete with and shit. Cause like that, a lot of people did that shit once the pandemic hit. Uh, yeah. But you know, people, the ones that are actually doing it, like are actually doing it. Right. Not just like what a I mean by that is like thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's one thing to have a pop up, you know, once every two weeks and stuff. But like, I'm, I did four gigs this week. You know, I know. Well, because you're you're like doing it though. I mean, that's the thing. Like you said, you're like actually doing it. You know. So, um, you know, a lot of people just try to. A lot of people promote their shit to, to death, and like, I just don't do that. <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like you know there's people out there with thousands and thousands of followers and and like you know that's great and all and i feel like people are just fucking chasing instagram clout um you know like especially like with all these other pizza pop-ups and stuff it's just uh you know it's that's just how i feel yeah and i don't know if you should keep that in there <laughs> oh hey dude i don't care dude please that's uh, it's it's what matters is that you are but the thing is regardless of instagram right and i have a food instagram remember this is why where this fucking show comes from but that doesn't change the fact that like you know doing something simply for that doesn't necessarily mean that you're like doing it per se right. i mean what you're doing is like you're like in the shit i mean you're doing this as like a business and it's gotten you an entryway into you know different things with pizza and people that you know and people that you've learned from and stuff and like that's what's important, you know. And I mean, that's like that's what it's all about, man. Like, Absolutely, you know. And uh, I just think it's a. I, th- I just think good customer service is really important, and just trying to connect with your customer as much as you can, and then just like just give them a pizza that will taste and it looks and tastes great. That's it. It's just my fucking goal. So. What so I'm curious now, making pizza, right, for me has always been and I'm not talking about like when you gotta crank out a bunch of pizzas at the table. I mean like when you're home. Right. Like to me, that's always kind of been like a very therapeutic process, especially when I do my own dough, which is most times that I make pizza. I mean pretty much all the times that I make pizzas with my own dough. And I don't know, the whole process to me has always been like very therapeutic. Like starting literally just water and flour and like yeast and whatever else you put in the dough and then you know, letting it rise and like, you know, prepping the fucking toppings and like everything all the way to the end. It's like, and then by the time you're eating it, for me, it's always kind of been like, 
a positive, not just because you're eating delicious pizza, but it's like, because you just went through that whole process and you're finally able to like eat it. It's like the entire experience itself kind of was like, not a form of therapy, but it definitely was like therapeutic, I think. But I don't know. I mean, have you, is that really why you started like loving making pizza at home? Was it always like a time for you to like, kind of just like be with like you and like the pizza, (laughs) you know, that sounds borderline depressing, but you know what I mean? Like, like, you know how people just like to sit and watch the fire yeah, and just chill. I just like to sit in front of the toaster oven and watch my pizza cook. (laughs) That's the best fucking analogy that somebody could have given for that. That's perfect. All right. That's amazing. (laughs) It's true though. I mean, it's like, look, it's you, you're able to take something that you truly love and turn it into like your life, which is fucking awesome, you know? And you still, as long as you can still have that, those nice moments with the, with the oven at home. I mean, that's like, cause I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's changed for you at all that you do it so often. Now, like you just said, you had four gigs this week. Like if you do that, do you come home and you're just like the last fucking thing I want to do is make a pizza right now? Or is it the opposite? Are you just like, is it not affected that whatsoever? There'll be times where I'll come home and just get somebody else's pizza just because I want to inspire myself to like what I want, like, you know, to what I, to why I do this. Yeah. Have you ever made one at home that was just like garbage? Like you tried to like a new topping or something and you're just like, this is horrible. Like, yeah, for sure. I've used some shitty tomatoes, you know? Yeah. Well, what tomatoes, what do you usually use for the sauce? Like San Marzano's? No, absolutely not. I use California tomatoes. Biancos? I think the seven. I think yeah, I use the Biancos actually. But but like so, Biancos, they got a few things. But like, if you catch them in Whole Foods, they have two cans. They get the blue can, which is the crushed, crushed right. tomato. Yeah, yellow crushed cans are the whole peel. ones, right? And yellow cans, the whole ones, and they have those in the really really big cans too. Right. But they also have two other cans. They have the rustic crush. Really. And then they have the sauce. And the sauce has garlic, salt, oil already. Really? And, I have yeah. not I have not seen those other two cans. I've only ever you, seen the whole in the Yeah, you, you, can, you can only get them for food service. Oh, and I just, okay. I literally just, so I, I usually either just use that tomato by itself. And to be honest, I just take it out the can, pour it into the bus, into the, into the pan. Yeah. And use it straight from there. All right. So here's here's an interesting little 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 question. If you had to choose one ingredient that goes into making a pizza that was the best possible ingredient you could get, and the other ones were kind of dog shit, and I'm talking between like the toppings, the cheese, the dough, the sauce, right? Sure. Which which ingredient needs to be the best? I know ideally you got to use the best ingredients for everything, but I'm talking like you have to go pick from somebody's table, and you literally like there's one of those ingredients that's top of the line that you want and the other ones are just complete dog shit a lot of people are going to say crust and a lot of people are going to say cheese but i feel like you can mask a very shitty pizza with a good sauce that's that's really what i was hoping you would say that's that's good all right i I, like like oh man don't get me wrong there's a lot of bad crust out there but there's just something about it the sauce that really brings it all together yeah and also you gotta think back to all the pizzas you've ever eaten when's the time that you've had like a shitty crust but the sauce was decent the cheese was okay and you're like all right it's fine but then vice versa when you've had pizza that has dog shit sauce like you you can't untaste that when you take every bite 
It's the weirdest thing. I don't know how else to explain it. It's like, it's like you said, it brings everything together. So for me, like when I've been to places where they've clearly just like overloaded on the fucking oregano, like way too much or, or the opposite where there's like no flavor. It just tastes like they just opened up a straight can of like pomi and just fucking threw that on the pie. You know, there I don't know. nothing wrong with that sometimes, but it's gotta be done right. Exactly. That's the whole point is it's gotta be done right. <laughs> like, I don't know. And then like, I don't know. I mean, you, and I've seen you post a lot of different toppings and shit. Like you just posted one for happy bull with the pickles, right? That was, yeah, was so, that, yeah those are pickles, right? Yeah. I've seen it on the internet. So oh. I tried it out. How did that, how did that work out? It tasted pretty good. Yeah. So it was, I just did mozzarella sauce and then right down the street from the brewery that I usually pop up at right. in uh, Glen Cove is a, uh, Hormans, Hormans pickles. Yeah, I don't know if you ever heard of them, but they're, no. they're, like, they're like in all the Whole Foods in Long Island, New York City, I think. But um, they make these dope ass pickles, and they have like all these different brines and stuff that they use, and all these different flavors. But I just use the kosher dill original, and I put those on top. Mm-hmm. And then Part- Partana makes this spicy chili oil that they collaborated with uh, Mission Chinese. Nice. And uh, I squirted that on. I just hit it with the cheese afterwards. So mm. with the Parmesan cheese. I'm I'm a fucking, I'm a slut for pickles. Like I fucking love pickles. When I saw that, I got so excited. <laughs> I was like, I was like. I didn't think I was going to sell any. I ended up selling like six of them. I was just like, okay. That's fucking awesome. That's like, that's got to be yeah. a nice surprise too. Because that's like, that is kind of taking a chance on something that's a little out there. I mean, people's first topping choice usually isn't pickles when they order a pizza yeah this uh you know i get a lot of families dude returning families at the brewery yeah which is fucking really really cool because uh you know that's you know that's when i you know growing up as a kid is like when you learn how to eat pizza and like it's kind of what you remember it's the nostalgic that you're going to remember for the rest of your life and that's what's going to determine what you like for the rest of your life and what you think is good for the rest of your life you know because it sticks with you you know exactly so it's just really cool making pizza for returning families and then you know they just really like the pizza i mean that's like i think that's also part of the reason why new york pizza not just new york city but new york pizza in general has gotten so insane and prominent is because that's like a big thing is like you know taking your family out to pizza and in other places pizza is just one i feel like pizza is like one of those options where it's like you know you go to I don't know, fucking Mississippi, right? Or not even Mississippi, some place, some random ass place, right? You know, you you probably have your usual, you know, you can get burgers, you can get wings, you can get whatever. And pizza's kind of like listed on that list of, oh, what do you want to eat tonight? But in New York, it's a little bit different because pizza has its own kind of like culture here, I think. And right. so I think a lot of families here, especially doing that and like returning and shit, it's a big part of yeah, New and York, the, you know? And then like seeing kids eat, like some kids are eating the fucking pickled pizza. And seeing them actually like it was fucking wild. That's got to be insane you know? too. I mean, that's got to give you like so much. Not sound corny, but that's got to be so nice to see. <laughs> like, you know, it's just you know, gives me the feeling of what I used to feel when I used to fucking eat when I was pizza when I was eating when I was a kid. You know. And that's that, like is, a, you, is that like dope. part of all? Is that part of also what keeps you like enjoying doing what you do? Of course, man. Just trying to submerge myself in that nostalgia that I, you know. I've had my whole life around pizza. It's basically the deal. 
You know, that's how, that's when you know you love something, you know, you yeah, just think you of just, it all the time. Literally all the time, every day, all the time. So, which also leads me to now Pizza Wars, uh, which is a show on First We Feast, which is one of the best channels on YouTube for those of you that don't know it. And talk a little bit, if you can, about that. I mean, this is, it's, is I think you, you just told me episode seven just came out like today, right? And, oh, so, uh, yeah, so episode seven dropped today. It's with, uh, all right, so the premise of the show is my friend Nicole Russell. She's the host of the show. And every week she's, uh, versing somebody else in a different style of pizza and then um you know so they each build their own pizza and then they have a then we have these we have judges come in whether they be celebrities or like really amazing chefs or you know um you know just people from the complex family and the first we feast family coming in and stuff like that um you know, they usually end up being the judges and, you know, they pick a winner and, <laughs> and everything's pretty, you know, everything's cooked for real. Um, and everything is made for competition for these people and judges and, and celebrities to actually try, try to like, you know. And you're, and you're, a, you're a producer on the show, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm the culinary producer on the show. I like to call it pizza producer because it's a pizza gig. It sounds way better. Pizza producer. You know, it's just, it's just, you know, like, like like if you update your resume after this, you have to put pizza producer, like don't put producer first reviews, like put pizza producer. Totally. (laughs) You know, I thought, I thought culinary producer was too sophisticated because like, you know, I could barely fucking cut an onion, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But still, I mean, it's in your realm though. Like, you know, pizza and you're good at pizza, which is, you know, so you've earned that title, absolutely. <laughs> but thank you. So and so, how many how many more episodes of Pizza Wars are there going to be for the season? So Pizza Wars season one's done. Okay. Dame drops was the, the the judge on the last episode from Fresh Fried and Crispy. If you haven't seen a show on Netflix, it's fucking really really good. And um, the the other contestant going against Nicole for the last episode was Vito Acapelli. If you haven't seen him. You should check him out on YouTube. He's like the OG YouTube pizza chef that's been doing it for like a really fucking long time. And, uh, you know, he's just been going at it as long as I could, you know, as long as like YouTube's been alive and then like, you know, all these, all these YouTube chefs and stuff that have been doing it for a long time. He's like the pizza guy. He's like the OG pizza dude, man. Yeah. So it was like, it was like really cool, like meeting him and like I'm working with him in person, like having, to help him with all his shit and uh, having to help him make his pizza. And uh, I have to read, I pretty much have to remake a lot of these people's pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause they leave the set and then we have to reshoot them again and I'll, I'll remake everybody's pizza. And like, and then for some, a lot of the contestants flying in, I got to prep all their shit too. I'm sure get everything ready. My God, that's the hardest part. So they'll, sometimes they'll give me a recipe, some, and then, or sometimes I'll just do some shopping for them. You know, it really depends on how much they want to do before they get here. So has there ever been anybody through people that you've met, mutual friends on the show, anything like that? Is there anybody, ever anybody that you were like, like star, not starstruck, but like kind of starstruck in, in, at least in the pizza world or not, or just a celebrity or somebody where you were like, you didn't think you'd be like as excited as you were to meet them. Like, Oh, I mean, I remember the first time I met Frank Pinello in Las Vegas, I cried because, 
as stupid as that sounds because you know dude i don't travel often right you know my whole life is changing because of that show you know it was very sentimental to me to like see him and meet him in person and like tell him that you know frank Pinello but, is if, if you guys don't know you need to start following everything frank Pinello does he had the pizza show on munchies and he's got now actually a local pizza place in my county in nourishelle um as well right and which is one of my favorite um fucking pizzerias pizzeria la rosa la rosa yeah he's, he's part owner in it but uh my buddy matt is actually like he's, he's the other owner he's pretty much the one really running the ship over there and really making it go down and doing all the crazy specials and adding new things to the menu and just making sure, you know, and I think he's, he's also like, I think, uh, I really like that guy a lot. And, you know, I really, and he's like really on the DL too. Uh, yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt from La Rosa is probably like, again, one of the best, uh, pizzeria owners, I think out there. I think this restaurant is gorgeous. I think all his plates are gorgeous. Um, you know, just like he lets the again, he's the type of person that lets the food speak for itself, right. and like doesn't doesn't go crazy. And that's why I really admire that place. And I frequent that place like once every two weeks. That's amazing. So. You got to let me know the next time you go to Narshell. I'm only I'm like I only I moved up a little bit from Narshell, but I'm only like. 20 minutes from there so like let me know dude, I, go, I go there all the time so we gotta meet up dude yeah text gonna, me the next time. gotta go to johnny's too yeah dude johnny's mount vernon I, the best experience i ever had with johnny's was at my not at johnny's actually it was i was at working in a jewelry store for like nine years okay. and it was in eastchester <laughs> which is right next to mount vernon and this dude came in and he needed like a necklace fix or something and he said to my boss you know i need this done like today he's like so if you do this in the next two hours i'll buy you guys lunch we were like, all right, cool. Like, we didn't know what he was buying. We were just like, all right, whatever. So my boss finished the necklace. He came in. He came back in with six fucking pies from Johnny's in Mount Vernon. I got these fucking pies, bro. Fuck Literally. Pies. That's pretty much what he said when he walked in. <laughs> he was like, he's like, oh, you guys like Johnny's? And we're just like, what the fuck? Literally, between the three of us, we just destroyed all six pies. It was like, oh, it was the best fucking experience. Johnny's is, for those of you guys that don't go to Johnny's in Mount Vernon or know it, it is the thinnest crust around. It is the crispiest. It's so good. It's just, it's so well made. They pump that shit out like crazy. It's usually pretty busy, but um, it is absolutely worth the wait. If you have to wait or order ahead of time, whatever, like it's so fucking good. I mean, if you're coming up from, from Flushing, obviously it's, it's gotta be, you know, halfway decent. I live, I live like five minutes from the fucking Throgs Neck Bridge. So it's like, it's like sometimes I get down 17 minutes. Oh shit. Yeah, it's kind of wild. On a bad day, I'll get there in like 20, 30 minutes. But it's, it's, it's worth so it to close. go and eat the pizza, though, right? Like, yeah, exactly. You know. Oh, man. And, and like New Haven, and I wanted to touch on this. New Haven pizza, Pepe's, Pepe's I've been to that one, and I've been to the one in Yonkers. And oh, I've, I've been to the one in Yonkers, too, dude. Yeah, that one, that's nice. And the one in New Haven, I think, is the OG one, but – it's weird because it's, it's, it's a very – the way they cut, first of all, is what freaks everybody out at Pepe's because yeah. like they, they don't do the, you know, the triangular slices. They don't even do no, the square they do cuts. No, they do the small slices, yeah. Yeah, they do it like these they, lines that go like across. So some slices yeah. will be like a rectangle that's like 12 inches long, and the next slice is like, you know, an inch and a half long. <laughs> like, 
you know, so I love, don't get me wrong, I love Frank Pepe's. And like, when I went there, I felt really crazy because everything was just so old school in there. And I was just like, wow, this is, like, oh, this yeah. is the Well, dude, you've seen the size of their pizza peels in there, right? Huge. The fucking huge. crazy. The pizza peels are like 15 feet long because that's how deep the fucking ovens are. It's the first time I saw that, I went in there with my dad and I was like, what the fuck are those things? He was right? like, it's the, he's like, it's the peels. I'm like, what? And he was like, come here. And he brought me over to the counter and you watch these guys load these pizzas like 10 feet deep into a fucking oven. Like it's the craziest shit you've ever seen in your life. Dude. It's like insane. It's absolutely insane. Crazy. Um, it's such an experience too. And it, you know, but it, uh, what's really funny is like seeing the photo of Frank Pepe on the wall and like the pizza that he's got in his hands it looks nothing like the pizza that he cooked no. that you got. <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, you're like, where was the deviation? Like, where? What the fuck's going on? Yeah, where, where, did, where did somebody branch off? Like, mm, I, actually, I got an idea. Come here. Like, <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just really insane. Um, you're not gonna see this, but I'm showing him a picture of the fucking giant yeah. peels. For those, fucking... uh, yeah, for those, uh, for those who aren't seeing what we're seeing, because you're not gonna see what we see. It, they've got this beautiful, you know, like subway tile brick wall, and these pizza peels are probably ten to fifteen feet long. Exactly. Like, and the, the ovens go so fucking deep for this wood fire pizza, and it is just it's it's insane. I mean, if you guys have any chances to go to Frank Pepe's, either in New Haven or Yonkers, you may or may not like the pizza. It's a little bit different than a lot of like generalized kind of New York pizza, but it's, I highly just recommend just going to New Haven and getting it there because yeah. I don't think it's the same. No, I mean, how do you feel about their clam pizza? Because that's like the OG famous one. The clam pizza. So I had the clam pizza. It's from like Sally's. I mean, it's, I think Zapati's is the best one overall. But um, I think the clam pizza is the best from Pepe's, without a doubt. Absolutely. I mean, that's like what we, usually what we do is like we'll get like a large one or two large regular pies, and then we'll get like one or two small like clam pizzas, and it's like it's so fucking good. Oh my god. I'm going to drive that right now, bro. <laughs> uh, so, all right. I got an interesting little deviation here. A uh, little thing I do on the show with everybody called Danker Rank, right? Basically, I'm going to list a bunch of different kinds of pizzas. And you're going to tell me if you think it's dank, which means it's fucking awesome, or if it's rank and you just want nothing to do with it. And I know that you, you do love pizza, but I'm sure there's also pizza that maybe you're not. Danker Rank, baby. Yeah, man. So the first one is pretty obvious. I ask, I ask people this even when it's not a pizza episode, so I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. Pineapple on pizza. It's really good. Is it? I think so. Is it the salty and the sweet that gets you? Or is yeah, it like... I highly recommend you put the pineapple in the fucking blender. The blender? And put it in, and put it in a square bottle. Squirt it on your pizza. Well, I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Um, that, but, that might be that might be different than just giant chunks of pineapple on somebody's pizza. <laughs> exactly. So, um, what's it called? My my buddy Anthony, he did that for. There's a spot called Sauce Pizzeria, right, in Manhattan, and they got this Al Pastor slice. And you know, an Al Pastor taco usually comes with like a piece yeah, of pineapple, pineapple and pork. Yeah, yeah. So instead of just like throwing pineapple on the pizza, he did like a pineapple puree. Huh. And he just squirts it on the pizza, dude. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm not a fan of all the of any pineapple slice that I've had. But that being said, I've never had a slice of pineapple pizza that had a pureed 
pineapple squirted on top. That may yeah, pretty dank, right? That may be a little bit different. All right, so that's dank for you. Um, frozen pizza. Yeah, frozen pizza is great. You have like a brand that you trust, or is it just like you just shoot in the dark and get random ones? Trey's makes the best frozen pizza. Trey's. T r a z e. T r a z e. I gotta try that. I never had that. You gotta order it online. You won't get it at the market. Okay. Yeah. Trey's pizza. All right, I'm gonna keep that one. Um, stuffed crust. It's so funny. I just saw a new Papa John's commercial for the stuffed crust. Really? <laughs> it's dope. I think the whole concept of that is dope. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever made a stuffed crust for like for Happy Bowl or any events or anything like that? Or no? I made one for Pizza Wars. Um, for some B roll. Like just like to have some footage of pizzas and made right, yeah. I took I, I made a crust in a pan and then I lined like uh I lined the crust with pretty much with like really long strips of cheese, like I cut them from the block, pretty much like what's it called, like polio string cheese, but just like really, really gotcha. long. Yeah. And uh, I put them I stuffed I put it in the crust and then I put that in the freezer so that the you know, I don't know. I just feel like the shape would hold better. With it probably, the, it probably locked it up a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it, it, you know, it was all right. It was good. But maybe making it was kind of tough for sure. It seems like an extra step that you kind of don't factor in. Because I feel like with the regular stuffed crust, you can't just like load up a stuffed crust and shove the pizza in the oven with raw dough, stuffed crust, sauce, cheese, all that stuff at once. It's, is it, does it all like cook? It, there's no way it cooks evenly, right? Like, um, what's it called? It's uh, it cook it cooks pretty well, but the cheese, you know, just I, I think the cheese that you use in the crust needs to be a certain type of cheese. Okay. Like I think they're putting chemicals in the in the, in the cheese crust. Yeah, I mean, I even even uh. Like people buy a lot of like you know, pre-shredded cheese and stuff. And I've actually, I've stopped buying that for the past, like for a while. Cause I don't, a lot of shredded cheese has this like anti-caking agent on it to stop it from like clumping, getting bad. And that could kind of fuck with it melting properly. And so I just, a long time ago, I started just buying blocks of mozzarella, like and grating it and, you know, shredding it myself. And it's just, it's so much better. And even if you are don't you, shred it, you could just cut it up into squares, you, throw it on the pizza. Are you shredded cheese from Grande? Like from religiously, what? from Grande Mozzarella. What's that? It's a company that makes mozzarella. They're called Grande. Okay. And uh, I use their shredded cheese, and it's a it's called East Coast Blend. Okay. And it's a blend of whole milk and part skim. Really? And it melts all right. Like it's like. Yeah, it's the bomb. It's the bomb that come. And then I mix that for every five pounds of that, and mix in three and a half pounds of fresh mozzarella loaf and I shred that. that sounds amazing. That actually sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, in the past I was just putting on two cheeses at, at a time, but I figured I'd save some time if I just did a blend and it actually just tastes a lot better doing a cheese blend. Cheese blends. I'm a, I'm a big fan of cheese blends. Even when, when I first I, the first introduction to like a cheese blend that I had wasn't even from like a fucking bag. It was like, I think my parents had brought home uh, something from like Trader Joe's. It was like, it was, it was Pecorino Romano and Parmesan blended together. Right. Cool. And that sounds good. 
It's, it was. It was really, and I was like, I actually, what did I use it on? It wasn't pizza. It was, I think I made like a pasta dish and I loaded that on top. And I was okay. like, yo, this is, I'm like, this is really good. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Like, so I didn't, because I never, we never really did cheese blends before that in my house or anything. We just always had like a block of like pecorino or just like a block of Parmesan or whatever. So, right. All right so, so the next one on the list, salad pizza. Salad pizza is the bomb.com. Is it really? I think arugula pizza is uh... Well, that, all right. So that's, all right. That's, that's, that's different. All right. Arugula, like the other week I had a pie that was arugula, parma prosciutto, and just shaved long Parmesan. Strips. Like that's not like that's not a salad though. I'm talking no, like yeah. <laughs> but arugula arugula is like spicy lettuce. Arugula <laughs> is like it's like arugula is fucking amazing. But like what about like if you go into a pizza shop and they have just like what looks like a house salad just stacked on top of a pie? Yeah. You know, there's this place called Rosa's. It's a, it's kind of like a chain down in Queens. Yeah. But they got this chicken Caesar salad pizza. Right. It's the it's the bomb.com. Chicken Caesar salad. That sounds really good actually. Like Caesar on yeah. top of a fucking pizza. Yeah, it's like chicken Caesar with mm. lettuce and breadcrumbs. That sounds ooh, the breadcrumbs sound really nice. I had yeah. a I've had a big there's this place around me that a lot of people do this now, but there was um when I was in high school there's a place around here, I think called Chubby's or something, that uh made Big Mac pizza. That's cool. And it was like literally like even the sauce on top was Big Mac sauce. And they right. put sesame seeds glazed on the crust. So the crust was fucking sesame seeds. Pretty wild. It's pretty, it was fucking, it was crazy. We, I remember one day my brother and his, and his girlfriend at the time and I were really high and we got one of those Big Mac pizzas and each slice has all the Big Mac ingredients. So we're talking like meat and like lettuce, like shredded lettuce and like fucking like big, big Mac sauce, like cheese, like all that shit. So each slice is pretty heavy and we just fucking murdered that pie. <laughs> it's like, it was insane. So, all right, the last one on Danker Rank, because I'm curious about your thoughts on this uh, deep dish. Have you seen a deep dish episode of Pizza Wars? I haven't watched the deep dish episode. I saw. I have that actually queued up on my watch later list, but uh, I have not. So, what are your what are your what are your thoughts around deep dish? It's a casserole. <laughs> there you go. Okay. See, my whole argument with people was that deep dish is deep dish. I wouldn't throw that in necessarily with quote unquote. Pizza. No, it's a whole it, different. It's, it's a whole different category of pizza. It's right. pizza. It's pizza, but it's it's not like like when you, we think like pizza, quote unquote. It's it's a it's a casserole. It's it's meat and it's cheese. It's sauce and cheese casserole, basically. No, well, Chicago is known for deep dish. I mean, that's like what the whole argument is. Is like, well, yeah, yeah totally. It comes from Chicago, you right? Know. And but I like, don't know how the fuck somebody started that. Somebody must have just loaded a crust inside of a deep cast iron one day. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, who's the guy who was like, yo, we're going to lay this flat and we're going to stuff it with all this shit. Yeah. (laughs) And we're going to call it pizza. (laughs) Right. And then we're going to cook it. (laughs) That's why there's so many arguments. Like, and then we're going to call it Chicago. (laughs) Detroit's right there. I know. Yeah. I'm curious. They have their own style of pizza. Oh, my God. I know. So, like, why did we hear of Chicago first? <laughs> you know? So what is technically Detroit's, for those who don't know, what is Detroit style? It's a square, it's a square style pizza mm-hmm. in which you lay cheese all around the edges. Like, you know, you fill it up with cheese, right? But you don't care, like, that the cheese hits the sides. Gotcha. 
and you let the sides get nice and crispy. Nice and crispy. That's and a tea, I, I do that a the lot. Le though, the, right? legend, the legend is, is that like somebody took the pans that like used, like, like used to be like the oil pans for like the automotive uh, for like uh, Yeah, like, like to, to catch, yeah, like when you change oil, they catch all the oil and shit. And allegedly somebody cooked fucking pizzas in there. I guess that kind of makes sense. And you know, <laughs> I guess they kind of cooked it like grandma style in the pan. But know? I mean, to be fair, I do that a lot at home. Like I'll drizzle the cheese all over the edge because right. I love crispy fucking cheese on the crust and like all over the edge and shit. Like the greatest thing to ever happen to pizza is crispy cheese. Oh God, dude. That's why when, when I go to a place and I get a pie and it's happened even around here when I get a pie and it's like soupy and it's everything is just like a swamp inside. That's right. usually that the oven was not hot enough or they didn't leave it in long enough to get everything crispy like it needed to get. But like one of my biggest pet peeves of pizza is not when people leave the pizza box open, which is also a pet peeve for a lot of pizza but, uh, people. But it's more like when I get something where I'm just like, all right, this is like, this is just ruining the whole experience of getting pizza for me. Right. I don't know, man. There's, there's this whole other world of pizza that you fucking dove into, which I love so much. And I love that you're working on fucking pizza wars. And like, it's just, I don't know. It's all fucking great, man. Like I've been watching you make pizza on, on Instagram and on Facebook for like fucking years and seeing it all come to this is just like, it's awesome. Like, you should be. Thanks bro. It means a lot. Ecstatic. But as we, uh, <clears throat> as we start to wind down here, yeah, man, it's fucking, this is, this is such an exciting time. As we start to wind down, um, is there any, I mean, I don't know, aside from like pizza wars, aside from happy bull pizza, is there anything specifically, you know, you want to like mention shout out anything like that before we do our last little game here? Definitely want to shout out Nicole from Nicole Russell from last shag and pizza. Uh, what's it called? Check her shit out. Check out the TV show on First We Feast. Um, check out Happy Bull Pizza. Come to one of my gigs. Come say hi. Come say what's up. Go say what's up. Buy his fucking pizza. Yeah. Buy my t-shirts. Oh, yeah. And I, like I said, Felix, I'm going to put all the links for everything that you could find. Like Happy Bull, the t-shirts, the show, everything is going to be in all the descriptions on Spotify, Apple, Instagram, all that shit. So I'm going to... Try to get all these all these people listening currently to, <laughs> to drive towards your pizza. Thank you, bro. And so, all right. So for the last little section that we got here, I do this with every single guest that I have on the show. And I'm sure you remember from high school uh, that wonderful game, Fuck, Mary Kill. Okay. All right. So we're going to do a Fuck, Mary Kill pizza edition. You're okay. going to choose one kind of pizza. It could be uh, like a region. It could be a style of pizza. It could be Neapolitan, whatever. And you got to choose one that you would eat every fucking day, one that you would marry, one that you would, you know, you can't have all the time, but one that you want to just like destroy every now and then, like you want to fuck, you know, one yeah. of those, like, you're going to like regret it the next day. You're going to wake up. You're going to be shitting yourself. You're going to be walking away with a limp. You know what I mean? Like something that, you know, you're going to come crawling back in a couple of months, but you're like, whatever. And then the last one kill, if there is one for you where you just would happily throw it in the garbage and not have it ever again. Let's do it. All right. Definitely fuck New York style pizza. Yeah, like the triangular thin crust, like loaded with like yeah. chili flakes and extra parmesan on top. <laughs> like, yep, exactly. Definitely marry the Sicilian. 
Sicilian, really? Yeah. I oh man, I haven't had a good Sicilian slice in probably years, honestly. Damn, yeah, we got we gotta come by. I know. I've heard to every place around here that I've tried a Sicilian, I just it's either the cheese didn't like remelt, so it's got like it's like solidified. Oh, or, so bueno. Yeah, or like the dough is just not as like cloudy as it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like it's just it wasn't a lot of them just have not been hitting, so you know. Right. And then one that you would kill. If there is one, or a topping, anything. I really don't like Neapolitan pizza. Really? Not my jam. No. I mean, it's good when it's good, but it's just it's just not my jam. Even though it's where it all came from. Right, which is also, I mean, that's a, like Naples and Neapolitan style pizza tends to kind of take the OG we created pizza, kind of. Right. Uh, oh, I mean, I don't, look. It's kind of debatable because you could also say, was Naples the first place ever in the world where somebody was like, let's put some shit on top of baked bread and see what happens, you know? So it's like, you could argue that maybe they're not. But as far as like what we consider pizza, yeah, I mean, that was probably the first place to make like what we look at and say like, oh, that's pizza, you know? But, you know, I think also, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this. I feel like a lot of places that I've been to serve Neapolitan style pizza and I'm just like, I feel like this place should not be doing a pizza. Like, I think a lot. I think a lot of places just try too hard. Like, a lot of people overthink that shit so much, man. Because they try to make it like too, like you mean like like too artisan, or try to make it like too, like, like like quintessential Neapolitan. Like they try to focus on it too much. Yeah, they try. It's just, I th- I think it's just, I think pizzas are so overthought, and just making pizza so overthought these days that there's not enough love being put into just like making the pizza. Like just making you know? like a good pizza. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Recipe is important and shit. And you know, but it's like thinking about it too much isn't going to help, help it. No. And you also got to, you got to like, if anyone, I know a lot of people who like, even people who comment on like when I make pizza, right. On, on Instagram or whatever, people have messaged me for like recipes for like dough recipes and like all this shit. And they're just like, I just, I don't make pizza at home. I can't really do it. Like I've never really tried. And like I've gotten people who ask me like how, you know, what's the best way to do it. And like, I don't know how else to explain it. Aside from like, you just have to make a lot of pizza. You just like, you sit there, like you make the dough, you take your time with it and you find out what works for you. Everybody's oven is different. You know, the way that every oven conducts heat is different, you know, right. and you yeah. got to find what works for you and what you're cooking in. And through that, like you said, I think you could put a little more love in it, you know? I mean, because then you'll get something where you're just like, fuck. Like, you ever, like, the best, one of the best feelings is when I make a homemade pizza, and I literally just put it on a giant, like, 17-inch cutting board. I slice it up on the cutting board. My wife and I just, like, destroy it while watching TV. That, to me, like, that satisfaction of eating something that good that you know that you made from scratch is, like, it's so hard to top that feeling, you know? Right. Like, it's just, it's like nothing else. I mean, and it's not just the fact that I grew up in New York or that I'm Italian. It's like, you get immersed in the whole fucking experience of it, which is like amazing to me, you know? And I feel like it's more of like a thing of like completion for, for, for me, at least. It's like when you know that you like did something from beginning to end like that and, and it happens to be something that's fucking delicious, you know? And, you know, cause I've also made a lot of pizzas that I are just like garbage that I've hated, you know? <laughs> But you have, I don't know, I feel like for people to put more love into it and get back to the, the good process, you just got to make a lot of pizza, you know? Right. 
And don't be afraid to fuck up because no, I think I think I think just making a lot of pizza and just that you know and giving it you know giving it out to people is really just the the deal. Right. I mean, but you've also got what you've got is pretty awesome because you've you've kind of carved out from what it seems at least you've kind of carved out your own way in the pizza world. You know, I mean, you got something that works for you as far as like a business model. You're getting yourself involved with more and more people in the pizza world. You know, I mean, that's like, that's kind of what you got to, that's, that's, that's like the dream a little bit, you know I mean? That's like finding, not just finding a place in the world, but finding a place that you can like exist in and operate in, in the world, you know? Right. Absolutely. Which is fucking amazing. Honestly, you're just minding your own damn business and just like focusing on what you really want to do. And then just surrounding yourself with people who just do that as well is what's going to get you far in anything. Exactly. You know, do what you love. You never work a day in your life. So. Amen. But anyway, so we're going to start wrapping up. Felix, dude, thank you so fucking much for coming on. This has been like awesome. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I love pizza. I love talking about pizza. I love catching up with you. And we got to do a part part three yeah <laughs> yeah oh god and we have to we get we should fucking oh god i want to get i mean unis are like sold out like everywhere but i want to get some kind of pizza oven and i would love to do like uh some kind of like pizza instruction like with you whether it's like live or we do like an episode or something of it because like yeah, you know we'll make a video oh uh, yeah that would be fucking that'd be incredible it'll so, be lit so anyway thank you so much for coming on guys i'm gonna put Everything of Felix is in the descriptions. The Instagram, go to Happy Bull Pizza. Check out Pizza Wars on YouTube. Um, check out uh, uh, Dwight's Pizza shirts, right? Yes. Um, I'm going to put right, – yeah, that's what it's called, right? Dwight's Pizza shirts? Dwight's yeah. Pizza shirts, baby. There you go. Dwight's Pizza shirts. Easy to remember. I'm going to put all those links so you guys can find them. I'm going to stop the recording now. Felix, thank you so fucking much for cutting out time. And guys thank we'll you so much for having me oh please my pleasure man fucking anytime sit down talk about pizza talk with you that's a fucking treat come on let's um, do it again soon i will see you guys on episode 24 i don't know who i'm gonna have on yet but i promise you it may possibly be interesting